Good morning, folks. Welcome, uh, welcome to to our. I don't know what you call it. I think it was the I am class. I am class. Uh, we are. Uh, my name is Dan Spaeth. This is James Coburn. We are two of the shepherds here, and uh, we're really glad you're you're visiting with us this morning, or this afternoon, or this evening, or whenever you're watching. Uh, but um, we're doing the I am statements. We're doing the second one. This we're doing tonight. We're going to start uh, the I am the light of the world. Uh, we're going to look at that text out of the book of John. Uh, but we're really, really overjoyed that you're that you're watching us. If you're watching on YouTube, we'd ask that you subscribe and hit the notification bell. And if you're watching on Facebook, that you share this video. And again, we've we've talked before, man, guys. If you got a comment, please uh, let us know. I got a text this morning about somebody watching one of the Ecclesiastes class and how uh, how enjoyable it was, and they were laughing the whole way through it, and me and Cole bantering back and forth. Right. So it was. Uh, we like to hear that stuff, guys. We want to know uh, what you think. If there's something we need to change, we need to work on that. Well, we'll do that. Uh, we uh, we are going to move into a new uh, into a new recording place uh, here in a couple of weeks, so it'll look different. It won't look like this uh, because we'll be in a new room and uh, that's set up specifically for us to record in. So that's going to happen in a couple of weeks. But uh, but again, we're glad you're wa you're watching with us this morning. I hope you'll you'll stay tuned and and worship. Uh, with us as, as well this morning, but uh, we are, we're going to say a prayer and then we're going to get started. Let's pray and we'll get started. Right. Almighty God, we thank you so much for the opportunity we have to, uh, to gather together on this first day of the week. Uh, Father, this class we've just started is uh, we're looking at your son and, and the statements he made about himself. Uh, the last couple of weeks we've looked at, at uh, that he was the bread of life. Tonight, we were gonna, to this morning, we're going to look at, at uh, him calling himself the light of the world and talk about that at some in some length father we ask your blessings upon us as we do that that you give us insight we ask that you be with our audience that they might understand and might uh, might learn and then they might have the courage to apply the things we're going to talk about to their own lives so father we ask uh, your blessings on us and thank you for this uh, this venue this opportunity that we have and it's in the name of your son jesus we pray amen amen uh, I guess I'll, you know, start it off a little bit. We, uh, we did, uh, uh, we did do one for a couple of weeks. We're going to try to do this one all in one, one night. I don't think there's enough material, but, uh, he is, he's going to say in, in John chapter eight, that he's the light of the world. Uh, I think you've got a direction you want to go. So, right. uh, why don't you kick this thing off? I, I think it's interesting too, that when he, when he makes that comment, it comes right after what John recorded about the woman and adultery and mm -hmm. how, how Jesus, you know, said to those people that, you know, you without sin cast the first stone. And then he looks at the woman and says, where are they? Nobody condemns me. You know, neither do I. Just go, go out and keep living mm -hmm. this world, uh, uh, this life of sin. And, and then he starts out here in verse 12. He says, I'm the light of the world. But I, I think it's also interesting, John, when he starts his gospel in John chapter 1, he uh, he refers to, of course, he says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. Mm -hmm. But then he gets down in verse 4. It says, in him was life, and the life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Uh, and then there was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning the light so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light, he only came as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. 
He was in the world and through the world was made through him. The world did not recognize him. And, and, and I think it's interesting, John, starting out, talking about Jesus being the, the light. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that here he was uh, coming into the world uh, to be a beacon of a ray of hope, you know, mm -hmm. in, in mm -hmm. the darkness yep. that these people were, were experiencing. And then you get over to chapter 8, and what does Jesus say? It's not John talking about him being the light. It's Jesus saying, he is. Yeah. I am. Mm -hmm. I, I'm the light. You know what John just talked about at the beginning when he talked about John the Baptist coming and, and preparing the way. He said, he was preparing the way for me. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and so when he says, I am the light, you know, and, and then he goes on, he says, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and he contrasts that light and that darkness. You know, because over, over here you had the darkness of, of sin and, and oppression and mm -hmm. And here's Jesus saying, hey, I'm this ray of hope. Mm -hmm. I am the light. And, and in me, if you walk with me, you'll have that light of life. Much like you said, I'm the bread of, mm -hmm. I am the bread of life. Mm -hmm. you know? and, and he's contrasting it now by saying it, it's light. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know about you, but when I, when I, in a dark room, with no light, it gets kind of spooky mm -hmm. because you kind of lose your bearings and and. and well, have you, you ever wonder. have you have you ever been one or known someone that was afraid of the dark? Oh yes, yes. I mean, I mean, it can be it can be terrifying to right. be afraid of the dark. Uh, he contrasts light and dark here. Because dark always in the in the New Testament symbolizes a sinful place. Right. It, it signifies symbolizes the world and the darkness of the world. In Colossians chapter one, he tells us that he has translated us out of the darkness into the kingdom of his son, and it's the kingdom of light. Is what he calls it. Right. And so, you know, we know that living in sin. And something I was going to say while ago, and I forgot about it, is. Uh, we uh, we told we said when we started this thing that we were going to try to make this more evangelistic, and I think these things really lend themselves well to that because right. they are evangelistic in nature. That's what Jesus is doing here. He's telling them, "Look, guys, uh, you're living in a dark place. You may not realize you're in a dark place, but I've just walked into your life, and I am the light of the world. Right. I am the light that's going to give you give you a focus and a direction. Because if you if I'm a big flashlight guy, I like flashlights. I like you know I like uh, yeah, I've got uh, uh, I've got a, a light that's a red light that I used to use on my bow when I hunted, and I've got it sitting on my nightstand, mm. so I always know where it is because it was really expensive, and it yeah. shoots a it shoots a red a red beam. Right. And uh, and I've got you know tactical flashlights and stuff. Uh, you know, I can I can walk outside and and turn a flashlight on and light up the whole backyard almost, uh, because what a light does is it like you said it it makes the spooky go away, it makes the dark go away. You know, the dark flees, and you look at, at, okay, now here's that thing I need to avoid, that thing. In the dark, you don't know where that right. stuff is. You, you, you can't see that stuff. And, you know, something we were talking about before we started, uh, Jesus says that in, in John chapter 8, right after or right during the Feast of Tabernacles. 
And for folks, you guys that don't know what that is, it was called the Feast of Booths. It was a celebration of harvest. And uh, they would, they, God told them at a certain time, certain, uh, certain, for seven days, that you are to celebrate the Feast of the Harvest. And it's called the Feast of Tabernacles. Right. And what it signified was, the, was, the, uh, was them living in tents in the wilderness and, and living in a, in, uh, to celebrate that and all of the things that happened in that, in that time frame. Uh, one of the things that happened was, uh, was God led them out of Egypt and led them with a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire. And the scriptures tell us that, uh, uh, that God was in the pillar of cloud and in the pillar of fire. And so it, it said in that verse that you, they, could, they could travel by day or by night, night. because they followed this pillar of cloud and this pillar of fire. And Jesus comes along and says, guys, I am that pillar of fire. Right. I am the light of the world. Right. I will illuminate your life. Right. And, and it's interesting, you know, we talk about darkness. Darkness is always sin. Mm-hmm. And, and when, when we don't follow Jesus and we follow the darkness, you know, bad things tend to happen to mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. Because, because we're choosing not to follow the, the light as, as, as God had designed it. That's not to say that bad things don't happen to people that are following the light. But what that's saying is, is if you focus is upon this world and your focus is upon what you can get out of this world then Jesus is saying you're missing what life is all about you're, you're missing mm-hmm. and he said I'm, I'm that person that can bring you light now it's interesting that the next verse right after where he says the light the, what do the Pharisees do they challenge him they're saying how can you, you know, make this statement? How can you appear as your own witnesses? Because they would have understood that in order to have something proved, it took at least two witnesses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what they're challenging Jesus, how can you dare stand up and say, I'm the light of the world? You know, how can you make this witness, you know, on, on, on your own behalf? And... And today, if, if we don't choose Jesus, then, then we choose the darkness. And, and it's like you said, we're groping, searching, trying to find our way in this world. And, and this world is a very negative world in, in the sense that it will have a tendency to be very selfish very inward and and it's let me get whatever I can get and mm-hmm. if you get in my way look out because I'm going to run you over I'm going to bowl you over and and what Jesus is saying through all that is no 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 that's not what life is all about well there's a there's a text that lots of people use you hear it all the time John mm-hmm. three sixteen. right for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life but if you go down a couple of verses and you go down to verse 19, it says, this is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Right. So if, if, if we as a people uh, 
look at Jesus and say, okay, I understand Jesus is the light. But if we love the world more than him, if we, and he said, this is the verdict. Light is coming to the world. But people love the darkness. It says, it says, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. If your deeds remain evil, you cannot convince him. You're never going to trick God into believing that you are a child of the king if you still live in the dark. Right. Because Jesus said, I am the light of the world. The, the, the Jewish people, when they came out of, out of Egypt, they, they only had an option, one option. The option to go back wasn't there. God was leading them. And we talked the, the couple of weeks there, we talked about the manna, and we talked about him feeding them. Right. Well, here he is protecting them and guiding them. And, and I'm going to, uh, that verse is in, is, is in Exodus chapter 30, and starts, it's in verse 21. And it says, By day the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so that they could travel by day or night. Neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. It was always there. Right. Always. Because he knew he was leading them to a promised land that he had promised to Abraham, and they were going to, they were going to wind up there at some point. Uh, there's a lot of things, the twists and turns that happen, but they're going to wind up there at some point. And all the time, he is going to lead them with this pillar of cloud and this pillar of fire. And Jesus comes on the scene right after this Feast of Tabernacles, where it's, where it's a celebration of their wandering and their harvesting and all of that, the celebration of that in the wilderness. And they're living in these tents. And, and, he, uh, uh, and, and he, Jesus says, guys, y'all had a pillar of fire back then? And God was in that fire? I'm telling you, I am that fire. Right. I am that light. And if you follow me, and that's what he says, and we talked about it for the last two weeks, we talked about it. Jesus said, if you're not willing to follow me, then you cannot be my disciple. Right. If you're not willing to consume my body, if you're not willing to look at the light and let the light come in, uh, you know, I mean, it's, uh, uh, I, I, remember, I remember hunting one time, and uh, I was at a place that I knew pretty well, but I was in a part of the place I didn't know. And... Uh, and I went with, with Dwayne Wheeler, took me out there, and we were about 50 yards apart. And we, we had separated, and we were, we were hunting on our own. Right. And uh, it got darker and darker, and I'm waiting for Dwayne to come around. And, and, of course, he doesn't really know where I'm at. And I'm waiting for him to whistle or something so I know that he's done, because I don't want to walk out, and, and he's shooting at something, and he's going to stick an arrow in me. So, <laughs> you know, so I waited yeah. until it was absolutely dark, and there was no moon, no stars, and it was absolutely pitch dark. And I was lost. Right. I mean, I was lost. I didn't know where the trail was. You know, I didn't know where the, where the bushes were. And I wandered around for about 20 minutes. And I walked out from behind a tree and I saw one speck of light. One little speck. And I knew that this is either the highway, and I've gone way too far, or it's our camp. And that's it. And I started walking to that speck of light. And it was and it was our camp. Right. And I'd found my way out. Only way I found my way I'd have to be there till till morning. Right. Or wait for them to come looking for me. I didn't have a flashlight with me. The only time I ever went didn't have a flashlight with me. And and it was that speck of light. That's kind of right. similar to what Jesus said. Hey, I'm that light. I am the light can light your world up. And it can help you find your way out of the dark place. Right. But if you won't, if you won't adhere to the light, if you want to keep living in the dark, then you'll, you'll prove that you love darkness more than you love the light. Right. And, and, and Jesus never promised that we wouldn't be 
facing darkness even after no. even no. after we've committed to no. him but what he did promise is is that if you trust me I'll get you through the darkness yeah you know and like you were saying you know you were wondering and wondering and yeah. what you know until you saw that speck of light well if if we when we go through a trial when we go through some kind of confrontation and then we look at Jesus then then he's promised he'll take us through that and 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 he'll get us through all the turmoil and and that that's the power of of him being the light over in John chapter 12 mm -hmm. it's interesting because uh he again uses this term about himself uh you know because yep. And, and in this context, it talks about, you know, the, the crowd saying, we've heard that from the law that the Messiah will, will remain forever. So how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Uh, and then he says, you're going to have the light just a little while longer, talking about himself. Believe in the light while you have the light so that you may become children of light. Yeah. And... and, and Again, what he was emphasizing to them was not only was he telling them about, hey, uh, I am the Messiah and, and you're gonna, I'm only going to be here a little bit longer. So, you know, but he was emphasized to him, believe in me, trust me, you know, commit to me, go all in so that you can, yeah. you can be also children of light to the, to the world out there. Every one of us that we've lived in the dark for a period of time in our lives. Right. And we all know that, that uh, you know, bad stuff happens in the dark. It happens in that place. Then a spiritual sense, because we sin and we live around people that are sinners and, we, and bad things happen, chaos starts to happen, uh, upheaval starts to happen. We, you alluded to that a while ago. Right. Because we're living in a dark place and everyone around us, everything around us is, a sin, is in a sinful place. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of evil that happens in that dark world. Right. It doesn't say that, that Jesus brings a light and it all goes away. But in my life, I don't have the same chaos. You don't have the same chaos. Mm -hmm. They have opportunity not to have the same chaos because the light has illuminated their world. And the dark stuff, Satan can't bring the dark in. Right. I know when I was, uh, when I was wandering around out there, I mean... You know, when you're out in the woods, you ever heard a panther in the woods at night? No. That is a nasty, nasty feeling. I've, I've been in a, in a vehicle before and heard a panther. Uh, there was a black panther running on a place that we, used to, that we used to hunt on. And I only heard it once. I need to hear it again. Right. That is a blood curdling. It will, it, will send, it will send goosebumps riding on your goosebumps up and down your back. Because you can't really tell where it's coming from. And you know he's hunting. And you are on the menu. Right. If he's big enough, you're on the menu. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, snakes come out. You know, bad stuff comes out in the woods right. at night. All the predators, all the carnivores come out at night right. looking for... <laughs> yeah. And I have shot yeah. bobcats on that place before I was, where yeah. I was lost. And uh, a bobcat won't really attack you. But, but if you corner them by accident, they will, attack, they will right. jump you. Yeah. And, and I'm just going, you know, I'm looking at this and saying... You know, he's, there, there, was a, there was a verse here. What did he, where did he say it? Chapter, it's chapter 12, and it was, uh, uh, where was it at? 30, oh, it says here, 
It says you're going to have the light just for a little while longer. While Walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you. Whoever walks in the dark does not know where they are going. Right. Well, you know, that's the truth in a literal sense. Right. And, but in a spiritual sense, you know, we're walking around in a world full of sin. We're sinners. For those that are watching, we're sinners. And you're walking around this dark world. And you don't really know when you take the next step if it's going to be the edge of the cliff. Or if it's going to be the side of a, of a hole, you don't really know. You, because you've been living in this dark place, you don't know where you're going. Because the dark has a tendency to, to lure you in right. to a, you've, a feeling of, of, of self-accomplishment. And now you've fallen into a hole and you can't get out right. of it. Yeah, and, and, and unfortunately a lot of people that have chosen to live in darkness in the past mm -hmm. think that they're not worthy of coming to the light mm -hmm. you know there is a point where where we get so involved in the darkness it's like how do i get out yeah yeah how how do i leave this life of darkness you know and 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 god's not going to accept me you know he's not going to love me he, he's not going to to say okay come to me and 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 let me help you through the darkness and and there's there's a point where Unfortunately, people beat themselves up yeah. thinking that, oh, I've got to clean my act up before I'm worthy to come to Christ. Mm -hmm. And what Jesus says is, you come to me, come to the light, come as you are and let me Absolutely. change Absolutely. you into what you need to be. I think, I think most, most, of, most of us, we have no sense of, of uh, foreboding when we walk around in the dark because we've been there so long and uh, you know I use a lot of illustrations because because they mean stuff to me right you know like like getting lost in the woods well, I was trying to go to my stand one time and I wasn't really sure where it was and I always wore a, a flashlight with a, with a lanyard around my neck and it was right here and uh, and I'm walking and I and I know I'm close and I hear a noise and I stop I freeze and I didn't know how close I was I was about 20 steps from my feeder and I hear this noise again, and I grabbed this flashlight, and I went like this, and I just and I flicked it on, and there's five hogs underneath that feeder. If you've never been in the woods at night with a hog, yeah. uh, it's a, it's a, they, they will eat you. Right. You are the menu. They, I have seen them eat live animals before, eat right. them to nothing. Yeah. And so the, spiritually, there's a lot of stuff out there that wants to eat you. It says that Satan roams around like a, like a roaring lion looking for, to see who may, he may devour. Right. That's, that's literal. Right. I mean, he is out there in that dark world that maybe someone out there that's watching is living in. And Jesus says, man, I'm the light of the world. I'll light your world up. I'll light your world up and Satan will, will flee from you. Right. And I'll be there to help you. How much help do you think that pillar of fire was to them in a dark, dark wilderness? They were out in the desert. You know, everything out there is, is going to stick you, stab you, or bite right. you. And, and here's this pillar of cloud. And it's very comforting. Yeah. Isn't it? It is. It is. And, 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 and if you're out there and, 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 and you're living in this darkness, call us. Absolutely. A absolutely. You know, if, if, if you are thinking to the point where there's no way out, please call us, you know, because Jesus not only is that beacon of light, but he's, he's the hope of a, of a better life. He's the hope of a, 
of an abundant life, not meaning healthy, wealthy, and all that, but a full, true meaning of, of, of life and, and what it's all about. So, so if you're out there wondering and groping and, and searching and, and, and trying to figure out... And something's chasing yeah, you. Yeah. Something's chasing you. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, call us. Absolutely. You know, we, we'd be more than glad to sit down and visit with you and, and, and talk to you over the phone. Absolutely. Uh, and, try, and share with you more what we have found in this life of, of Jesus. Because it, it's a clear contrast, like you said, with, with darkness sitting over here. And when light shines down upon it, you know, the darkness flees. It, it runs away, and, and and that's your only hope in this life of of making a change. Absolutely, is, is to seek Absolutely. Jesus. You know, I think there's probably probably people out there like I was. You know, well, okay, that's all fine. That he said that, but I don't really understand what that means. I don't understand what what is he asking me for? What what's he what does he want from me? You know, we've talked about it for a couple of weeks now. You know, he wants your life. Right. He wants you. To, he wants you to consume him, and and to become him. He wants you to put him on. And, and, and so when people see you, they see Jesus. That's, that's right. what he wants. Uh, he's not going to settle for anything less than that. That's not what he'll settle for. And, and, and I, I want the folks out there, and I want us to turn to Colossians chapter 1, uh, you know, because it, it talks about, I, I, I mentioned it a while ago, but I, thought, I really thought we really ought to look at it right. uh, and read it. Uh, you know, it says, it says in, uh, uh, well, in verse 12, of chapter 1 it says in giving joyful thanks to the father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light that means that God is the one you know he's already sent Jesus here as the light of the world right Jesus said I am the light of the world you dance you know and something else I was going to say before we get too much into this I was I was I was looking at a commentary today and I we talked about it a while ago I couldn't can't prove this but they said during the feast of tabernacles they used a, a big massive candelabra and they'd light this candelabra and they'd dance around this candelabra. And it signified, it, for them, it signified the, the, uh, the pillar of fire. Right. And they were celebrating this pillar of fire with this big candelabra. I can't find that in the text anywhere, but this was a commentator that said, and it is a commentator that I, that, that he's, I value what he said because he's, he's right a lot. And, uh, and Jesus says, I'm the light of the world, right after or right during this festival when they've just done that. Right. If they, if they really did that. that but we also found that there was also, a, a, they had a, a celebration they called the Feast of Lights where they did the same thing. Uh, that was something that they had, they had incorporated in their celebrations was the Feast of Lights. And that's when Jesus said that. Well, here God says, let me tell you what I've done, what I'm going to make available to you. He said, I'm going to qualify you to share... Uh, he has qualified to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. Yeah. I'm going to qualify you to do that. And if you go on the next verse, it said, mm -hmm. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, he's, he's taken them from, from a dark place and he's brought them into, into a kingdom that's full of light. That's but, why the light is so significant. Right. The light, that's, you know, you think, okay, he just lead them during, with that pillar of fire, but it was significant because, he, because at some point, God's not going to be in the pillar of fire. Well, he is. Right. He is going to be a pillar that's going to be, be a beacon that they're going to follow, and that's what he's asked us to do. He said, he said if you want to be my disciple, you've got to pick up your cross, deny yourself, and follow me. Right. 
Why am I going to follow him? Because he is the pillar of fire. Right. He is the light of the world. He's going to light up the world, and he's going to take me to a place where it's no longer dark. Yeah. God's going to qualify me, qualifies me by, through Jesus and through my obedience to the gospel and through what I do and through my faith. That's how he's going to qualify me. And then it says he is going to rescue us from that dominion of darkness. You know, I, I, I don't, you know, the, the, the thing with the pigs, I didn't have anybody rescue me. Yeah. But I knew as soon as I turned the light on, I knew right where I was. And so I turned the light off and I started backing up really slow and I walked around. And I, and I got into my stand, which was, which was probably 15 feet away from that feeder. And I got up into my stand, and on that stand I had a red light that I could turn on, and it would light it up. And as soon as I sat down in the seat, it was gone. The hogs just vanished like smoke in the wind. They were gone. Right. And I knew they were there as I was climbing up in that stand. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it reminds me, this reminds me of that because, because God has qualified me, and all the enemies are gone. Right. You know, because he's qualified me. I don't have to qualify myself. This is, this is God's job that he qualified. That's, that's the grace part right. that, we, that, we, uh, that a lot of people don't understand. When God gives me what I don't deserve, I don't deserve grace. I don't deserve salvation. And he, and he, he opens the door up for me to walk into, uh, into this kingdom of light. Right. Uh, it's amazing. Well, and, and, and the other amazing thing is, is he teaches us what it really means to love. Mm-hmm. Because yep. our our concept of love in the world is, oh, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Mm -hmm. And what Jesus is saying, no, the concept of love is you, you treat someone the same way you would like to be treated. And and oh, by the way, even your enemies, mm -hmm. you do what's yeah. best yeah. for them, and mm -hmm. not it, whether they do it to you or not. And, 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 oh, by the way, if, if someone, you know, does something wrong to you, you forgive them. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a powerful love because it's not a selfish well, love. Well, that's, that's something that exists outside of the realm of darkness. Right. People, I'm not going to say people don't love him, but it's not the kind of love God's talking about. It's that unconditional love. Right. That God's talking about the kind of love that we can only learn from the Father, that doesn't exist really in the in the in the dark. No, it doesn't. And so when He pulls us out of that place, out of that dark place, He pulls us and He qualifies us to to share in the inheritance of the kingdom of light. And then He says in the next, next verse, He said, "For He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness right. and brought us into the kingdom of the Son He loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins." Right. You know, you can you can equate it kind of to when Noah builds the boat, you know, he's, he's living in a, the reason that he's building a boat is because the world is so sinful. God has grieved God that he's made man. So he is going to have this one guy that he found. He's found one faithful guy and this guy's going to build a boat the way he tells him to. And then he's going to put pile all the animals and pile his family in there. His family's not righteous people. It's only Noah. And he's going to put them in the boat. And so kind of it's the same way he's going to rescue me from, from all of the sinfulness. Right. And he's going to take me and translate me and qualify me to put me in that place where, where he is going to, where salvation exists. Right. Where redemption, where he's brought me back and where forgiveness of sins exists. Because outside that place, 
there is no forgiveness. Right. Only in that place is forgiveness. Jesus said, I'm the bread of life. He said, I'm the light of the world. Only in him. That's what it says. In whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Right. Only in him can we have forgiveness of sins. Right. And that, that is powerful because when you realize that you're living in the dark and it scares you enough that you're living in the dark, what saddens me is there's going to be people watching or people that are watching that know people that haven't gotten scared enough of the dark. Right. They haven't, they haven't seen enough of the bad guys and the bad stuff in the dark. And some of them maybe never will. Never will come to a place where it says, you know, I need help here. I need, and, and you know, they, they don't understand that all they, if they just pray to God, just God, God, I need you to help. I need you to help me. He will start working. He'll start helping. You know, he will start reaching out and, and navigating you to where you need to go so that you can get the help you need. Right. He will do that. Right. He's done that in our lives. Yes. And not only that, but when, when we come into that kingdom, like I said, he's qualified just to come in. He not only redeems us, he changes us. Absolutely. Yeah. And he makes us in to children of light. Mm -hmm. you know, in Ephesians, it talks about us being children of light. Mm -hmm. and, and when we allow him... Not only do we commit to him and, and, and when, we, when we allow him to, to come into our life completely, then he brings about that change. You know, I, I've seen that in several people that I've known oh, yeah. over the years, yep. you know, that, that, were, that were people of, totally of the world. And when God came into their life and, and when they truly accepted him and they started seeking him, the change. Yeah that took place was was dramatic. I don't I don't want the people that are watching or that individual or those individuals that are watching to become like these Pharisees were. Right. Because the Pharisees challenged him. Right. They didn't listen. They challenged him. Right. And people in the world that's what we that was what we, I did that for a long time. Yeah. I challenged I challenged him. I said, "Oh, you can't really do what you say you can do." No, right. no, no, I don't believe you. I'm I you know, if you if you mean that I have to do this X Y and Z, then I don't want no part of you. Right. If that's what you're talking about, then I don't want no part of you. I'm not going to give up this or this or this or whatever it is. I'm not going to give that stuff up. You know, that's the same mindset that these Pharisees had. They challenged him and said, and you read it a while ago, right. you're, you're appearing your own witness, or, your testimony invalid. Yeah. And we don't believe you. Right. Well, because they looked at him and said, isn't this Martha, and, I mean, isn't this Mary and Joseph's son? Right. You know, how, how can this, this guy, he's talking about, you know, replacing the pillar of fire and, and becoming the, in reality that. Right. They didn't understand any of that, but they challenged him. And I don't want the people that are watching this challenge and say, you know what, well, I'll, I'll, you know, I understand that Jesus is what I need, but I'll wait because I got time. I can always, and I had a guy tell me this one time, well, until I breathe my last, I can still come to God. Can you? Will he really qualify you with that kind of mindset? Right. I don't know. Are you willing to bet your life on it? Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I wasn't really willing to bet my life and say, oh, well, I, what, what happens if I keel over and die in a parking lot somewhere? Right. You know, I don't have that opportunity. The, the thing to do is start coming to God now. Right. Start making that effort to start walking out of the dark now. Yeah. And, and, and again, we can't emphasize enough how much better of a life it is. Oh, yeah. No, you can't. You know, and until, no. until you quit challenging it, until you quit questioning it and you actually try it I, I, you know I, I think of uh, I can't think of his name right off the top of my head but uh, they made a movie about this guy that was atheist that mm -hmm. uh, that he was out to prove 
<coughs> that the Bible was not inspired, that, yeah. that this, this was, there was no, you know, Jesus was not the Messiah, and, and lo and behold, <laughs> by his reading through it and studying it, he found out, oh, there is something yeah. to this. Yeah. Yeah, there, there, is, there is some truth to, to what people were saying here in, in the book about I think when, Jesus. when you listen to dialogue from people, you can get twisted up. Right. When you listen to friends, family members, and whatever, like I did, and, and a lot of people do, they have all kinds of opinions. Right. Some of them may be good. Some of them may not be good. Some of them may be true. Some of them may not be true. They may believe they're true. But when you, when you listen, say, okay, I'm going to let God talk to me for a while, and I'm just going to listen to this dialogue and see what he has to say, and see if it makes any sense, I challenge you. Right. I challenge you to do that. And, and you know, it broke my heart the other day. I was sitting, a young lady came in a couple of Sundays ago, and she wanted some help, and I sat down with her, and it was pretty obvious, pretty obvious that she was, uh, she was playing me. You know, I've been at this long enough to know, mm -hmm. been at the benevolence end of it long enough to know. And I said, uh, I said, look, I said, I would love to visit with you and we'll visit after service, but we're fixing to start service here. Do you got some time? Can you stay? Oh, yeah, I got some time. Okay, well, um, let, let's get you over here and we'll, and we'll just go in and we'll worship together. You know, just, just for this, for about an hour. And then we'll sit down and we'll see if we can't get you hooked up with some, with some agencies and some stuff. See if we can get some, do some stuff. Uh, but I, I told her, I said, we don't usually use a lot of our benevolence for people that don't worship here. Mm -hmm. And she said, okay. I said, well, I'm going to go get my mom. She's, uh, she's disabled. I'm going to go get her out of the car. And she walked out the door and she vanished like a puff of smoke. And right. I'm going, man, there was so much, so much that I could have helped teach her. We could have taught her here. And, and uh, it was just too difficult. Right. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't what she wanted to hear. That's not what she wanted to do. I didn't say I wasn't going to help her. I said, right. let's wait till after worship and then we'll see. Right. We'll, we'll, all I want to do is come to worship. That's all yeah. I wanted. And, and she said, no, nah, I, don't, I don't think. You know, dark was, d the darkness was easier. And, and I'm, it is easier sometimes. Sometimes it is. Yeah. But, you know, all I wanted to, her to do was say, you know, okay. And, and, you know, I don't know where her heart was. I have no idea. I just know that that if I could have got her around these people and got her to see these people and just, and just to listen to a message from Cole about God and maybe sing some song, could it have, I don't know. Right. But I know it was a better op option than her walking on the street. Right. Yeah. Because out there she's going to listen to somebody that may be right, maybe not, maybe truthful, maybe not. Here at least I knew she had, an, she had a shot. And she turned around and walked away. Right. And, and sometimes, like you said, it's easier for people to do that because what do they do? They're walking away trying to ignore the problems, trying to ignore the chaos mm -hmm. that they're in and, and yeah. thinking, you know, going from day to day to day to survive. Mm -hmm. and, and through all that, they think, well, you know, if I just run away, well, my problem's going to go away. Something we talked about a while ago, around, in the dark, around every corner, mm -hmm. can be another obstacle that you fall over. Right. Because you don't see it. Right. That's, the, that's the, the, the dynamic of the dark. Right. 
the dynamic of the light is it illuminates all that stuff, yeah. and I can I can navigate away from it. I don't have to go. I don't have to go. Okay, I, there, there's a rope hanging over there. I better watch out. I don't hook my foot in it and fall down. So I walk around it because right. I see it in the dark. You don't see it. Right. And it and and uh, Satan Satan and the you know like I said in the woods, you know the the things are hunting at night. Right. They're hunting. You know at night. Uh, now I'm too big for an owl to come after. Have you ever seen what an owl does to a to a chicken? No. An owl will swoop on a chicken. <laughs> they'll they'll because they'll hunt in the daytime right. too, but at night, right. and they'll clip its head clean off, and mm. then come back around and pick up the carcass. Wow. And I've seen them clip that head clean off. Right. But that's what that's what happens in the dark. Yeah. There are there there are hunters out there. Right. Satan is hunting out there. I want to be in the kingdom of light. I want God to qualify me. I want to be a part of the light. I want Him. I want to be where redemption is. Right. And that's the kingdom of light. Right. And Jesus said, "That's who I am." Yes. Follow me. Yeah, follow me. And and and, and when you do, I promise you, your yeah. life will be more meaningful. It'll be yeah. fuller. He, again, He ne He doesn't promise us to say, "Hey." You're never going to experience any chaos. You're never going to experience any trial. But what he what he says is is now I've given you the power to overcome it. Absolutely. And and when we live in the darkness, there is no power to overcome. Well, you know, like a flashlight around my neck, or that point of light that was out there that I was walking towards, mm -hmm. that gave me power. You can't imagine how I felt once I saw that. Oh, that yeah. Once I saw that speck of light, and I knew pretty quickly that's not the highway. Because this is out in the country. There wasn't no lights on the highway unless it was moving, and it wasn't right. moving. So I knew what that light was, and the, and the sense of relief that came over me. When I, when I turned that light on and saw, I knew that I, they, I, was, I, was, I was downwind from them, so they couldn't smell me. So I knew that they didn't know I was there. Right. And so I knew I, that, that I just started backing up. You know, and that's what Jesus does. When, once I come to him, the sense of relief yeah. that I don't have to live in the dark and falling over stuff and falling in holes and, 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 and the bad guys, you know, the hunters looking for me. Now, right. Satan is still looking. He's still walking around looking for me. And I don't want to give the impression that, that, that temptation is not so out there for us. But I have an advocate now. Right. I have, I have the flashlight now. I have the pillar of fire now. I have the light of the world now. Right. The light of life, Jesus Christ. You know, and it, it is amazing to have. So. Yeah, and again, if, if you're out there and, and, and you're living in darkness. Absolutely. Please call us. You know, we'll introduce you, know, you to the flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll <laughs> introduce you to the light. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and don't think that that we're trying to st stand in judgment of no, you. No, 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 no. We're trying to offer you a, a, no. a way out of this, of this darkness. And, and so if, if you're living that and, you, and you're searching and groping and wondering, is there any way to overcome, please call us. Absolutely. And, and we'd be more than glad to sit down and visit with you or Absolutely. talk to you on the phone Absolutely. And, and, and share with you uh, this message of hope that Jesus brings. Absolutely. Well, we'll, we'll pick up. up the next one next week. I don't even know. Yeah. I haven't looked to see what it is. We'll yeah. look and we'll, uh, we'll have another one next week. Right. Let's pray. Almighty God, we thank you so much for, for this study.
I pray that there's been someone out there or someone's going to listen uh, at some point, maybe not, maybe not Sunday morning, but maybe uh, down the road they'll watch this and, and it'll be exactly what they need to hear. I pray, Father, for them. I pray that you touch their heart and you touch their mind and you give them courage uh, to, uh, to step into that place where Jesus lights the world up. Uh, come to him and on his terms and not on theirs. Father, we are, you've been very clear to tell us that you want us to deny ourselves, pick up our cross, and follow him. He is the light of the world. He will illuminate our path. Thank you, Father, for him. And thank you for qualifying us to share in that kingdom of light. Bless us, Father, as we move forward. And it's in Jesus' precious holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.